We are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in. We will never give up. And we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down as long as we are confident and you know. The tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. Good morning. It's Thursday. In the sea, you know how I feel. River running free, you know how I feel. Blossom on a tree, you know how I feel. It's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life for me, and I'm feeling good. It's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life. It's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life. It's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life, it's a new life for me. And I'm feeling good. feeling good let's go good morning everyone good morning it is a great thursday another great video from the dilly meme team as always oh good morning hit the thumbs up you coming in the room you coming in the chat getting on the show Hit the thumbs up, hit the rumble, whatever you want to call it. Take the link, share it on your social media far and low. Hope you are all doing well. Don't be a fed. See, I'm wearing my new C3P meme shirt today. Just came in the mail yesterday. 
courtesy of the man himself, C3P memes, of the Dilly meme team. He sent me a really nice Tumblr, too. I don't have that with me, though. But pretty awesome. He's got the, uh, he's got his merch available. I don't know if AP Unfiltered, I, I don't remember what the website is, but if you have it and you want to throw it up there. You know who else from the Dilly meme team has a great merch website? Ramble Rants. I just got a few things from him. And he's got some pretty cool shirts and mugs and stuff. Listen, any of the Dilly Meme team members that are selling merch, I encourage you to um, buy a lot of things from them because uh, they they do amazing work, and we need them in this fight. And if you know people like us buying some of their merch to support their work uh, helps, then we should all be doing it. And uh, again, C3P memes. I love it. I love Star Wars, so it's pretty awesome. Yeah, those tumblers are badass. I I, I got it yesterday, and uh, it's like hand-painted and stuff. It's really cool. I'll uh, I'll probably have it with me either this afternoon in the afternoon show or tomorrow morning. I, I completely forgot it. Um, yeah, if there's any memers in the chat, I know I just saw Brandy with a B, but if any memers pop in and they have websites for merch, um, either DM AP unfiltered or, you know, if you're a meme, you could drop it in yourself. Ordered your mug from Ramble yesterday. Can't wait to get it. Yeah, I got a mug and I think I got two t-shirts from him, which is pretty awesome. All right, we got a lot going on. The uh, Biden DOJ are, you know, they're coming after us on social media. There's a lot of people coming after us on social media, you know, federal agencies, state governments, you know, my state now, New York, wants to monitor everything on social media that we do to look for hate speech, which just means pro-Trump, pro-conservative views. We know, we know this, but it's just getting worse. They, the DOJ actually just wants to see who, who's sharing or who shared Donald Trump's tweets. And it's, uh, it's, it's just commie-like behavior it's just I, I you can't explain it you can't they're coming after you biden's doj targets trump supporters on twitter demands a list of all users who retweeted liked or mentioned president trump's twitter account now i don't know about you i did it yesterday but i i encourage everyone we're all on a list anyway especially now if you think you're not and you have hashtag MAGA in your bio or you have a photo of you with a MAGA hat or showing any support for Donald Trump, you're on a list. You are on a list. Um, so embrace it. Go on Donald Trump's old Twitter. I mean, it's there. I think the last tweet he put out, the one and only, was the, when they took the iconic mugshot. And you should go through his Twitter page and find your favorite tweet and retweet it. Retweet them all. Keep retweeting them. A lot of people are doing it. Fuck Jack Smith and the DOJ. How's that? How is that? <sighs> Political hitman. That's all he is. He's an America-hating, Trump-hating, Obama-appointed, Obama-loving, commie-loving piece of shit. Jack Smith ordered Twitter X to turn over information on President Trump's popular Twitter account 
during his continued fishing expedition into President Trump. The judge down in Florida, was it Aileen Cannon, the Trump appointee with the documents case, has um, slapped down Jack Smith many a times on these fishing expeditions in relative to cases there, and he's trying to fish for things for that case in D.C. And she's like, no, 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 no. That that case is being held here, and all sorts of other nonsense. Hogman's in the chat. Hey, Laura Ann, Rocket, all you domestic terrorists are up in the morning, every morning with me. I love it. We got to tell you, tell your friends, get your coffee, get in the chat, become a member of the community. It is growing, and uh, again, I got the afternoon show now, which is going pretty well. There's a pretty large audience over there on LFA TV. So 3 p.m. Eastern, Monday to Friday, I'm over on LFA TV for America First Live. And I'm hearing a lot of great things are going to be happening to that network after the first of the year. So it's great, and it's growing. It, that network's it's, it's getting pretty cool over there. So I'm, I'm, liking, uh, I'm liking what's happening and glad to be part of it. Jack Smith and the Biden DOJ also demanded information on all Twitter X users who retweeted President Trump. Liked President Trump's tweets. It's just amazing how I'm reading it and it's just how it's how it's computing in my head. Or mentioning President Trump's account in their tweets. Again, I encourage everyone to mention Donald Trump's account in their tweets, and I encourage everyone to share and retweet and keep retweeting until your fucking fingers fall off. It's crazy. It's crazy. Merrick Garland is going to target all of the Trump supporters in their continued witch hunt against President Donald Trump. Let's go after January 6th and let's go after let's go after normal people sitting on their couch retweeting Donald Trump. Hey. How about going on Twitter and eradicating it from all the child porn, regular porn, sex predators that use social media to prey on children? How about we focus on that? Instead of freedom-loving Americans who are retweeting the 45th president of the United States. This is what tyranny looks like. The lawless DOJ released a highly redacted order to Twitter earlier this week. And it's, I guess this is just, this is just part of it. I'm not going to go into reading the warrant, but warrant by telephone or other reliable electronic means to any authorized law enforcement officer. It's just all of this nonsense. Uh, execute this warrant on or before January 31st. Which is weird. Why does it say 2023? I feel like that should say... Oh, maybe, oh, maybe this is the old one. Okay. This was always oh, issued. Okay. It's just... There's nothing on this thing. There's nothing on it. This warrant applies to information associated with the Twitter account, Real Donald Trump, subject account that is stored at premise owned, maintained, controlled, or operated by Twitter at their address in San Francisco. I mean, identity and contact information, past and current, including full name, email address, physical address, date of birth, phone number, gender, and other personal identifiers. All usernames, past and current, and the date and time. Each user was active. All associated accounts include those linked by machine cookie IP address, email address, or any other account or device identifier. 
and all records or other information about connections with third-party websites and mobile apps. Length of service, including start date, types of service utilized, purchases and means of source of payment, including any credit card or bank account information and billing records. Devices used to log in or access the account, including all device identifiers, attributes, user agent strings, and information about networks and connections, cookies, operating systems, and apps and web browsers. It's just amazing. Amazing. Jesse Lee Peterson. Wow. Bombshell report. Department of Justice targeted those who supported Trump on Twitter. They're going to go after 87 million people. Isn't it wild? Oh, Scaramucci, we're going to get into that too. Of course, Elon Musk had a great win yesterday. I saw as a win, even though I don't trust him totally. Ordered review of Trump's Twitter activity, including accounts that liked, followed, or retweeted his post. They want to go after all of your information. They want to know who you are, where you live, your IP address, your bank accounts, if you're paying anything on Twitter, you're advertising anything on Twitter, and sharing Donald Trump's accounts. They want to prove that you are part of this grand scheme to overthrow the government and overthrow elections, seditious conspiracy. So maybe if you retweeted Donald Trump at some point, depending on the tweet, they're going to say, oh, we should charge this person with seditious conspiracy and send the, uh, the Bearcats and SWAT teams to their home. Yeah, TikTok's running the biggest PSYOP in history, 100%. And, and yes, that is why you don't want digital currency. It's why you don't want kill switches in your vehicles. They could just turn you off. Fuck them all. Fuck these people. Hey, Jonathan Allen, thanks. Are they going to charge all of us? Are they going to have a, a, a mass digital arraignment? Everyone's just going to be on lockdown? They're not going to allow us to leave our homes? Imagine like all everyone lived in a smart home. How about this for a conspiracy? Imagine we all lived in a, in smart homes, right? Let's just fast forward and everyone has a smart home, everything from the locks, the whole thing. And the and government can somehow figure out how to control it because, of course, they would. That's why I would never have a smart home. I know people that do, and everything is run through apps and computers and, 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 and can be hacked it, down to their lighting, to their interior, exterior lighting, the heating of their pool, the locks on their doors. There's no keys. It's every single thing is like a smart app and a smart home. They can turn... I, have, I know someone that lives in a house. They can turn their faucets on through a fucking app. They can operate the plumbing in their home through an app. I, I can't even believe it. You're sitting in your home, and something like this happens, and they decide, you know what? We have 100,000 people that share this tweet on Twitter that we feel is a threat to national security. Lock them down until we figure it out. And then you're locked in your home. And then your TV turns on and arraigns you with charges. And then people come to your house for whatever reason, and at least we'd be in the gulag together. 100%. 100%. I will... I'd rather live six feet under the earth, dead, than live on my knees. 100%. 
100%. Let's get back to this. In the pages that aren't obscured, there are demands by Smith for information on virtually every conceivable aspect of the 77-year-old former president's Twitter account, including all advertising information and ad topic preferences, all IP addresses associated with the account, Trump's privacy and account settings, records of the account's communications with Twitter support, and all direct messages sent and received by the account from October 2020 to January of 2021. The government also sought information on users who interacted with Trump leading up to the riot, the big Fed direction. All information from the Connect or Notifications tab for the account, including all lists of Twitter users who have favorited or retweeted tweets posted by the account, as well as all tweets that include the username associated with the account, i.e. mentions or replies. That's what the warrant states. So anyone and everyone who liked his account, they want your info. So that they already have our info. The warrant was issued to the social media giant along with a non-disclosure order instructing the company not to notify Trump about the search. Hmm. Surprise. Everyone knows about it. Twitter balked at the non-disclosure order arguing in a failed court challenge that it was a violation of the First Amendment and Stored Communications Act. But they don't care about that. The DOJ's opposition to the company's attempt to notify Trump about the warrant was also released Monday. For what appears to be the first time in history, Twitter Incorporated has filed a motion to vacate or modify an order that it not disclose the existence of a search warrant. Smith argued, insisting that there is reason to believe notification to the former president, a sophisticated actor with an expansive platform, would would result in a statutorily uh, cognizable harm. Okay. All right. Not to mention they think he's a flight risk, which they lied about, but we'll get, we'll get to that. They want your names. They want your bank accounts. They want everything. <laughs> Buck Biden, some of us are fucked. <laughs> so the tribute videos, yeah. Anyone who made a meme or a tribute video to Donald Trump, like the one I just played, or like the ones Buck Biden has been making a lot lately, yeah, minimum five-year sentence for you. You know what? Straight to jail. You made a Trump meme? Straight to jail. The Dilly meme team? Every member of the Dilly meme team will get the chair. They will get the lethal injection. It's over. It's over. The, 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 the time has come. Tyrannical government will be uh, hunting you through Twitter, and uh, they will be taking computers, and uh, maybe they'll just execute you. That'll be it. All of us. If you share the Dilly meme team, maybe you won't get executed, but you'll spend the rest of your life in solitary confinement. (laughs) It's just... It's bizarre. It's just clown world. There aren't words that... how you, You can't make this shit up. What's happening in this country how our government is operating, you cannot make this up. It's like, you get to, oh, 1984. I, I think it's worse than that. I think it's, it's worse than that. They locked up, or they, they convicted a memer who made fun of Hillary Clinton and told people to text a number, a meme. 
and they convicted him. And that's not even some of the, it wasn't even a bad meme. They said what he disenfranchised voters. You look at some of these memes out there, which are wonderfully done. But the way our government operates, I wonder if the DOJ has a meme task force. They have to. Just somebody, imagine having that job. I would love that job. You just sit there, you're a member of the federal government, the DOJ, FBI, whatever, wherever it might be. You're in a room, and your sole job is just to look at memes and watch memes all day. And they're wondering, like, why is that guy who's supposed to be hunting memers laughing all day long? Oh, he must be watching a dilly meme or something. You know, I was told from the get-go when I first started in the podcasting world and very early on, I had Roger Stone on my show, and we became very, very good friends. From the moment he was on my show, I was on a list. If I wasn't on a list before then, because there are people in the federal government that watch every bit of media that, uh, that Roger Stone is part of, whether it's written, it's video, there's somebody or somebody's watching it. And it has to be the same for the memers at this point, because the memers out there, the meme smiths have taken it to another level in every aspect of the political game. And they see it, they're noticed by everyone, good and bad. And they're just there hoping that they can grab one or grab two or grab them all. Imagine that. Because that is how influential memeing has become. I'll be honest, when, years ago when I first saw the memes, I was like, what is this? Like, I didn't take it seriously. And then I was like, you see it more, you see it more. I was like, holy shit. They're changing the course of the political space and how people are paying attention to politics in every single way. They're taking entire stories and they're putting it in a meme that people can break down and understand. And it, it is unbelievable. They have a department just for the Dilly meme team, probably. Where do you work? I'm on the Dilly meme team task force. We're going to take them down. Except every time we walk past the room of the Dilly meme team task force, all they're doing is laughing all day. They're just laughing. What are they laughing at? <laughs> the DeSantis campaign has been obliterated by memes. Memes alone killed that campaign. Killed that campaign. There's no doubt about it. Anyone who says otherwise, they don't know what they're talking about. Brandy with a B, absolutely. Memes made politics fun. Memes made politics great again. I mean, I, I've always been into politics since I'm 18 years old, even before. But now, and I'll tell you, that the meme game has made me more into it over the few years. 100%. 100%. All right. I'm done jerking off the meme team now. <laughs> you guys are great. Yeah. Dirty Jack Smith and Obama judge Beryl Howell attempt to cover up how both suggested Trump was a flight risk to justify secret Twitter search warrant. 
remember and this story came and went quick because they knew it was a lie and they just had to move on really quick let's move the news cycle i don't even know what they put out there to distract us from it but do you remember when all of this was going on in the indictments and they were saying well trump should be held on bail his passport should be taken because and he should not be allowed to fly they wanted to ground trump force one because they were afraid literally this, this is true this is a hundred percent true they thought he was going to get on Trump Force One and go fly and flee to Russia so that Vladimir Putin can hide him in the Kremlin's basement to evade any of the indictments that are coming down from the, from the United States federal government. They honestly believed that one of the richest men in America, the, the, the most prophylic real estate developer, in our country, who sat four years as president, who's the most popular now political figure in American history, the most popular political figure in American history, move over George Washington and Abraham Lincoln because there's a new, there's a new popular political figure in town, and his name is Donald Trump. They thought this guy was a flight risk. Flight risk. <laughs> So it, it, it's just it's 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 wild. There are no words. Jack Smith and Obama appointed Judge Barry Howell are now attempting to cover up the fact they both suggested Trump was a flight risk to justify the non-disclosure order on Twitter. As previously reported, Special Counsel Jack Smith admitted he included inaccurate information. We should mistrials all around. Inaccurate information. This guy has a history of lying and playing shitty lawfare. The Supreme Court literally has overturned. Decisions because of how he practices law unanimously. He admitted he included inaccurate information when he asked Judge Barry Howell, an Obama appointee, for a secret search warrant for Trump's ex Twitter account. X was fined $350,000 because it delayed producing the subpoena records. The search warrant was so secret that Trump didn't even know Jack Smith issued a subpoena for the records. Biden's corrupt Justice Department obtained a non-disclosure order that prohibited X from informing Trump about the Jack Smith subpoena. Over the course of the months-long legal battle, X argued that the non-disclosure order violated the First Amendment and Stored Communications Act. The Justice Department argued Trump would put the so-called ongoing investigation in jeopardy. What, by exposing it for the bullshit commie lies that it is? According to CNN, the D.C. Circuit Court appeal said the court found that there were reasonable grounds to believe that Trump would jeopardize the ongoing investigation if he knew about the search warrant. The district court, according to the D.C. Circuit's opinion, found that there were reasonable grounds to believe that disclosing the warrant to former, former President Donald Trump would seriously jeopardize the ongoing investigation by giving him an opportunity to destroy evidence, change patterns of behavior, notify Confederates, was that supposed to say confidants? I like Confederates, CNN reported. Jack Smith admitted to Judge Howell that he included inaccurate information when he suggested Trump would become a flight risk if he learned about the secret gag order. So he lied. He, in, he manipulated a judge to get this secret search warrant. Everything else should be null and void. Nothing else this guy touches legally should hold any water. He should have his law license burned in a public square. 
and then hung for treason. I said it. <sighs> wow. The district court also f found reason to believe that the former president would flee from prosecution. This is good. Read the decision from D.C. Court of Appeals. The government later acknowledged, however, it had errantly included flight from prosecution as a predicate in its application for the non-disclosure order. Oh, so they, oh, we made a mistake. <clears throat> that was an error. No, it wasn't. It was not an error. It was known. It was, it was well known that that's what they thought. That's what they, they didn't even think that. They wanted the judge to believe that. They wanted the American people to believe that. It was for optics and lies. Howell evidently agreed with the erroneous elements, of course. She's a sick Obama-appointed judge, claiming Trump would be a flight risk, though the appeals court determined that consideration was not the definitive reason for his granting the non-disclosure order, according to Just the News. Jack Smith has a history of lying and withholding exculpatory evidence and also delaying discovery and other things. Now Jack Smith is trying to strike the flight risk language from the record. It's in there. The government now seeks to strike from the NDO language, non-disclosure order, which can be found at the bottom of page two of the NDO. They wrote in a later filing. <laughs> Notify Confederates. I love it. I love it. Yeah, they got to try to take our guns first. Hey, not happening. Black Friday, over 200, 214,000 NYX checks. It's crazy. I'm just, I'm just looking in the chat. It moved a little quick, and I just wanted to see if I missed anything good. Give me memes or give me death. <laughs> DeSantis's face is a gift now. Even without it being a gift, DeSantis's face is a meme in itself. And I never noticed it before until the memes were being made. Jack Smith and the Biden DOJ also demanded information on all Twitter X users who, again, retweeted President Trump, liked President Trump's tweets, or mentioned President Trump's account in their tweets. They want us all. They not only want Donald Trump, but they want us all. And his, and his statement, which I have to agree with, you know, they're not coming after him. They're coming after us, and he's just in the way, and that's why they're doing a lot of these things. If they can eradicate dismantle by intimidation and political prosecution, the entire MAGA movement, America First movement, whatever you want to call us, domestic terrorists, insurrectionists, white nationalists, racists, fascists, Nazis. I don't give a shit. If they can manage to do that or a large portion of us, then they win. In the uniparty establishment, the Democrats, the progressives, the bureaucrats, the deep state can continue to rule with no obstruction, nothing in their way. And that obviously is the ultimate goal to control. So we have to band together and open more eyes up to the fact that this country is on a downward spiral. And there's... Only one solution, and it's not more cowbell. It's more MAGA energy. That's a fact, and that's what we need.
Keep smashing that thumbs up. We're number three in the podcast section right now. Keep hitting the thumbs up. Leave a comment where it lives forever. And if you're not following the Rumble channel, please hit the follow. It really, it all helps, and it's been helping. The page is slowly growing, and I think it's just going to keep growing. This is where we're at, people. They want to come after us, and they're not going to stop. They're not going to stop. All right. Enough of that doom and gloom. It's not really doom and gloom. I mean, it's, it's, it's real. But we we we've known we've known this for a long time, but we were always called conspiracy theorists. Well, here it is: if you're interacting with Donald Trump or anything MAGA. Might as well just say that they want your information, and they mostly have all of our information. I mean, you have the Bank of America that are willy nilly giving the FBI bank records of people who they suspect were in D.C. around in and around the Capitol on January 5th or 6th, the Bank of America. Yeah, 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 you can have it. Take everything. We have to keep fighting back, and we cannot let them hold anything over our head. Freedom, money, whatever it is. Band of brothers, yep, and sisters. Speaking of money... Scaramucci saw in the chat mentioned this earlier, and this is great. And I have to just say again, I'm not a big Elon Musk fan. I like what has happened to Twitter since he took it over. I do. It has its ups and downs. Engagement still gets fucked with. Analytics, shadow banning, it all, whatever. I hated Twitter, and I never used it before Elon Musk took it over. And then... When they, when they allowed Roger Stone back on and he sent me a message and said, hey, they let me back on Twitter. And I'm like, hey, that's cool because I just made an account. And I know, all right, it was cool. And then, and then my first account that I made got banned because of the DeSantis scumbags that went after me and uh, had to start over, which they allowed me to do. Whatever. Breaking. Elon Musk blasts advertisers trying to blackmail X into censorship. And the great part of it is, you know, all because of like media matters and that whole, all the lying and all the bullshit. And now there are, there's uh, lawsuits flying, which are good. And the message from Musk was simple. Go fuck yourself. That is my favorite term, by the way. I'm known for that in my circles. Like I'm in a couple chat groups for various like clubs and organizations. And when it's someone's birthday, they're always like happy birthday. And if I, if I delay and I don't, I don't see it at first. Someone will actually say, oh, Alan didn't come in and tell him to <laughs> tell the birthday boy to go fuck himself yet. That's pretty much how I'm going to say happy birthday. It's just, it is what it is. I, I don't know. It's become a thing. And I love that Elon Musk did this. Let's go right to the video. Yeah, let's go. Let's, let's check it out. Obviously, you know that there's a public perception that, and, and you're clarifying this now, um, but there's a public perception that that was part of a apology tour, if you will. That this had been said online. There was all of the criticism. There was advertisers leaving. We talked to Bob Iger today. I hope today. they stop. You hope? Uh, don't advertise. You don't want them to advertise? No. What do you mean? <laughs> if, if somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go fuck yourself. Yes. 
Crowd's like, what do you say? Go what? fuck yourself. <laughs> is that clear? Uh, I hope it is. Hey, Bob, if you're in the audience. Well, well let me ask you then. <laughs> That's how I feel. Don't uh, advertise. How do you think then about the economics of, of X? If, 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 if part of the underlying model, at least today, and maybe it needs to shift, maybe the answer is it needs to shift away from advertising. Um, if, if you believe that this is the one part of your business where you will be beholden to those who uh, have this view, what do you do? F Y. <laughs> I understand that, but there's a reality too. <laughs> right? This guy doesn't know yes, what to do. No, no. It, it, I, I mean, Linda no, Yaccarino's right here, and she's uh, got to sell uh, advertising. Uh, absolutely. So, um, no, no, totally. So, so no, no. Actually, what what this advertising boycott is uh, is, is going to do? It's it's going to kill the company. <laughs> and do you think that the I, but, and the whole world will know that those advertisers killed the company, and we will document it in great detail. But there are those advertisers, I imagine, are going to say, they're going to say, we didn't kill the company. Oh, yeah. They're going to say. Tell it to, tell it to Earth. But they're going to say that they're going to say, Elon, that you killed the company because you said these things. And but the public will things, know and who they killed the company on the platform. Right. That's, see, that's and, what and they're going to say. And let's see how Earth responds to that. Exactly. So, yeah, OK, he doesn't Do care. He doesn't care. And I love it. I love it. And a lot of people didn't play that, that, that entire clip, but Twitter is the most, it's, it's, it's apparently it has more engagement and popularity than Instagram and TikTok. That's what I'm hearing. I didn't look myself. I heard that yesterday. If that is the case and these advertisers, because they're pulling their advertising, which I don't think will matter because there are other people already willing to advertise with Twitter. But let's just say they lose enough revenue. We're like, we can't keep Twitter running. Imagine the reaction of the public, everyone, everyone, the left and the right. If it's known and documented why Twitter failed, because advertisers refuse to advertise because they can't embrace free speech and free expression. I think that would resonate hugely with Earth. And I think those advertisers would suffer. I think those advertisers would suffer to a degree. We've seen what boycotts can do on a small scale. If, if Twitter was annihilated, X, whatever you want to call it, was annihilated because advertisers backed out because they don't support free speech, I think that could be a tremendous problem for them. And he's willing to take that gamble. He doesn't care. Unbothered by advertisers ditching the platform. I will say this. Like, I can't, because as, as, a, as a regular Twitter user, you can boost tweets. You can run ads. You can do that. And I was doing it to promote my podcast. And now I'm not allowed. They banned me from advertising. And and first they gave, I think the reason was a, a political, I believe. I'm not sure. But I, I don't understand it. And they won't really give me a definitive answer because there are political, there are political campaigns that can advertise and sponsor ads. They can do ad buys. There are so many other things. 
why can't I do ad buys? I'm willing to get, and I'm not giving them millions of dollars, but if they keep banning regular Twitter users from using the advertising portion of, of Twitter, I mean, they, they, I think they're losing a lot of money there if there are enough people trying to do it. I know people with small businesses that are not allowed to advertise on Twitter. But again, you can go on Twitter and you can get all the porn you want. You can get all of the porn you want on Twitter and, and not have to pay for it. It's crazy. I love what he's doing. I love that he's unapologetic. And uh, this guy's like, he, he doesn't know where to go with this interview. And he thinks by pointing out Linda Yaccarino, who sells the ads, whatever she, her position is now at, at Twitter, what, was that supposed to intimidate Elon for not speaking a certain way? It's his company. And he's unbothered by advertisers ditching the platform, Musk said. I hope they stop. Don't advertise. <laughs> go fuck yourself. And he reached <laughs> GFY. He doesn't care. The SpaceX and Tesla CEO took aim at Disney CEO Bob Iger and said, hey, Bob, which I love. The ad withdrawal from corporations co comes after the far-left publication Media Matters wrote an extensive hit piece on Musk, accusing him of being anti-Semitic for not suppressing divisive opinions and being dedicated to X being a free speech platform. And there is the problem. Media Matters deceptively de deceived people in order for them to back out of Twitter. Media Matters would be the one to help destroy Twitter, and that's why the lawsuits are happening, and so many people are signing on to it. I believe Rumble signed on to it. Rumble has filed their own lawsuit against somebody else for, for free speech. Yeah, and, and he, yeah, of course, and Elon Musk has the fuck you money to do it. He doesn't care. You know, he's thinking like a businessman because if Twitter fails, he can write it. It takes it as a loss. He probably would gain from it. <laughs> yeah. But we'll see because it's still an ongoing story. And we'll, uh, it'll get updated. This was the... The big flash in the pan, though. Oh, my God. Elon Musk told all the advertisers to go fuck themselves. And there'll be mixed reactions. We'll see if there's any statements from these advertisers or anything else. Probably not. Who knows? Who knows? Eh, job's dead's in the room. All right, let's take a little break. You know what time it is. We're going to watch the best cigar commercial of all time. When he salutes the flag, the flag salutes back. When he questions the outcome of an election, the DOJ indicts itself. When he sneezes, people say, God bless America. Cuba imports cigars from him. He is the most patriotic man in America. I don't always smoke cigars, but when I do, I smoke Patriots. Stay MAGA, my friends. Mm, my favorite. Can I get one of those? No, Bill. We all know what you like to do with cigars. Patriot Cigars, a premium smoke for freedom-loving patriots. The Patriot Cigar Company's story started with Alan Jacoby's love of cigars and love of America. There's no better way to celebrate the freedoms we cherish than smoking a premium Patriot Cigar. 
Whether it's TNTs, Moabs, Hellfires, or Mark 48 torpedoes, all Patriot cigars are handmade and blended with 100% long filler premium Nicaraguan tobacco to bring you the smoothest smoking experience imaginable. Patriot cigars are enjoyed by many of MAGA's finest. Do yourselves a favor and order some today. God bless America, and God bless Patriot Cigars. MyPatriotCigars.com, and until tomorrow, you can use promo code TURKEY for 40% off the Thanksgiving sale until tomorrow. The entire website, MyPatriotCigars.com, use promo code TURKEY for 40% off. You get free shipping on orders over 100 bucks. Get your orders in. And I'm sure there'll be another sale popping up in December. The holidays are coming. There's also gift cards. There's gift cards on the website, which a lot of people have been buying. You get an electronic gift card, and then you can tell your loved one who you're getting the gift card for to use promo code MAGA for the 25% off. So get over there, support the brand, help us grow. It supports the show and a lot of other great causes. All right, let's get into some uh, some other stuff here. All right. We're going to get into your favorite women, all of you, over at The View. Uh, you know, Sonny Hostin, hosting, uh, number one on, on live, by the way, awesome. Uh, Joy Bayar, uh, Alyssa Farah Griffin, Whoopi the Hutt, all of them. Anyway, ABC's... Hostin, Hostin, however you say Sonny's name, I don't know, she's useless. Sonny, useless. GOP presidential candidates lack a moral compass. My interpretation of this is they're, they're, they're fishing to figure out who they're going to push. And I think they all are looking for the uh, gruesome newsome ticket to come out. And they will go full-blown Gavin Newsom He's so charismatic. Oh, by the way, I'm not watching the DeSantis Newsom uh, debate tonight. I don't give a shit that two morons, one running for president who can't even get in double digits in the polls anymore, and then a moron that's shadow campaigning uh, who might run for president. I don't give a shit what either one of them have to say. I think the clips are going to be funny. I think there's going to be a lot of memes. I think it's going to be just comedy all around. And I'm sure we'll be talking about it on one or both of the shows tomorrow if it's if it's that funny. It does nothing for what's happening in this country. Nothing. What they're trying to do is just get the optics for Ron DeSantis to go after this commie governor. And as much as I hate Gavin Newsom... I think he may end up just lambasting Ron DeSantis because Ron DeSantis is such an awkward weirdo with no charisma and he's not a good he's not good on the debate stage at all and all of his weird facial expressions and tics and everything else and his boot lifts I think it's going to be a nightmare complete nightmare so anyway I think the I think the the broads on the view though, are definitely fishing for that Democratic candidate that they can just fawn over. And I think that they all, I think they all want Gavin Newsom, to, you know, to, to be that, that guy. But if it's Joe Biden, if they're just going to run him into the ground, even though the guy's pretty much in the ground already, they'll fawn over him as well. 
you know, uh, we should watch the debate together as a community in Discord. I'm not going to be able to watch it live, unfortunately. I have some stuff to do this evening, but... ABC legal analyst Sonny Hassan told her co-hosts on ABC's The View Wednesday that the Republican presidential candidates lacked a moral compass. We're going to go right to the video. You know what? Let's let's listen. Let's torture our ear uh, eardrums for a few minutes. With the GOP, I just have to say, what is going on over there? Going on? Well, uh, first and foremost, I just want to once again thank Liz Cheney for being one of the few people with the courage to actually say the truth about Jesus Donald Trump. Christ. I'm dying to read this book. Is there a real audience there? Wouldn't have had the courage to continually courage. be critical of Trump and come forward and tell the truth about how unfit he was, if not for Liz Cheney, who was one of the first people I talked to and who inspired me and many others who have spoken out. But she highlights something really important in the excerpt that came out, where it shows that this there's this member of Congress, Mark Green, who refers to Donald Trump as Orange Jesus. I witnessed this, but then goes on to support him and to defend him publicly. I witnessed this for years, where Republicans would privately mock him. They would talk about how he was unfit, but then they would publicly boast about him. And you may be asking why. Well, just this morning, I see this tweet on uh, or this post on Twitter about how Elise Stefanik was bragging in the House Republican conference meeting that she received a 25% bump in donations when she put a Trump badge on her like social media page. It's about I got to pause. That's politics, you stupid twat. Everybody fundraises off of each other. If we went into the things of what the Democrats fundraised on, it's, it's, it's interesting that she says that. When Roe v. Wade was whacked down by the Supreme Court, there was so much internal groveling in the Democratic Party. And I talk to people that are pretty pretty prominent Democrats, everybody talks to each other. You know how many Democrat members of Congress were happy that Roe v. Wade got slapped down? They were happy that Roe v. Wade got slapped down because they were able to massively fundraise off of that, saying the evil Republicans are coming after your uterus and they want to control your vagina? So donate here and help us fight. That is a straw man argument is what she's talking about right now. It is empty. It is bullshit. Yes. If a member of Congress comes out and endorses Donald Trump and puts the Trump badge on their website or whatever the fuck it is, they're going to increase their donations. 100%. And increasing the donations strengthens your campaign so you can win because unfortunately we are in a society where money talks and bullshit walks and money wins political races. It is what it is. Yeah, how about selling the pink pussy hats? How about AOC? Let's talk about AOC selling $60 t-shirts, sweatshirts that say tax the rich. Justice for all. It, the whole I, I I love the whole we're gonna call out this Republican because they put a Trump badge on their website and they increase their donations twenty five percent. You know what? I would brag about that too and tell every other Republican conference member this is listen, you should be endorsing Donald Trump because it will help 
fundraise. Because this is politics, people. It's just like when Hillary Clinton goes after Donald Trump for using the tax code to his benefit. And he goes, why wouldn't I? Number one, it's legal. And number two, Hillary, all of your donors do it. It's there for the use. It's there for the taking. Why the fuck wouldn't you exploit it if it's going to benefit you in any way? Give me a break. About money and power. It's about continuing to stay in the fold of power. The only hope Democrats. that I have left is this. I know you guys don't love Nikki Haley. I She's not perfect, but she's who I'm for right now, <laughs> is inching up on Trump in Iowa, New Hampshire, and South Carolina. She's yeah. second place in all those. She did get this big endorsement. I suspect she's going to get more uh, major. She got an establishment endorsement, uniparty endorsement, the Koch brothers. She's not inching up on Donald Trump. If you added up all of the percentages of all of the GOP people running, they still don't come close to the 50, 60% that Donald Trump is polling at. Nikki is not inching up. Bird brain is not inching up. She's beating Ron DeSantis. So they'll use that and say, she, she's number two. You might as well be number seven at this point. None of them are reaching Donald Trump numbers, by the way, that are incumbent numbers. Endorsements coming. Anyone is better than Donald Trump. You guys, I think, could acknowledge that even head-to-head, acknowledging Rachel Maddow said, Donald Trump has a 50% chance of winning once it's a general election. Randy. Nikki Haley is not a danger to democracy the way Donald Trump is. That's I hope she can pull it to democracy. I agree with that you know, I'm not gonna She's a fucking warmonger. She will, she will initiate World War III, the military-industrial complex. Nikki Haley is a threat to our national security just as much as the Department of Homeland Security is a danger to our national security. Anyway, right, but, but... Yeah, I mean... That's, <laughs> but that's, that's all, that's all I, I think I think she's a, a flip-flopper. And, and, I, I, and, and what you're saying, in, in essence, is a lot of these people are flip-floppers. I mean, they, have, they lack a moral compass. And, and, and I don't think that someone that lacks a moral compass should be in a position of power in this country to protect our democracy. And, and, and that really just is the bottom line for me. Does that include all of the Democrats that want to kill babies? up to nine months does that what is that does that mean that as well a danger to democracy and donald trump did not launch us into a war in four years we we were not uh, they really they really forget or they just w selectively forget all of donald trump's policies will any of these women right now walk into the lobby of the roosevelt hotel in new york city by themselves and sit in the lobby and have a latte from starbucks by themselves or how about all of them together all of them together would they go to the roosevelt hotel and sit in the lobby and have a little discussion among themselves, drinking their, their lattes. Would they do it? No, because the Roosevelt Hotel is overrun by illegal aliens, rapists and child molesters, and people stealing from citizens on the street and businesses because of Biden's border policies. Because when Donald Trump was president, that, whole, that area was thriving, and we didn't have to worry about 
homeless people stabbing American citizens in the face in broad daylight. We didn't have to worry about the crime levels in most of the country. But no, they wouldn't do that. They forget. Twats. Um, but what I, and Liz Cheney voted with Trump 93% of the time, so I don't think that her policies, even if she were to run for president, because she's left that door open, actually, um, even after all the things she did for January, uh, on the January 6th committee, I don't think her the policies fake are January 6th the committee in this country that need. Which, by the way, again, we need a new January 6th committee to expose all the lies from the kangaroo January 6th committee that destroyed evidence and destroyed records and now can't get subpoenaed. We need a new, uh, the Hollywood produced January 6th committee that they read off teleprompters on primetime TV because it was a campaign, a, a selected committee, the unselect committee, because nobody was selected by anyone else but Nancy Pelosi. So, oh. I'm done with these people. Two minutes in, it's a five-minute video. I can't anymore. They all forget. They all forget. They're going to sit there and actually tell their audience that the January 6th committee was legitimate and told the 100% truth and allowed four lying police officers who have reached some of them celebrity status lie when now all the body camera footage is released. Now all the all the closed circuit security camera footage is being released slowly and seeing the unprovoked attacks on the American people. Our government is a threat to democracy. Homeland security is a direct threat to homeland security. January 6th committee was totally legit, you retards. <laughs> uh, yeah, nobody watches me. You're right. I don't know. I, I can't tell if you're a troll or, or just a, sarc <laughs> a sarcastic guy like me. I can't tell. <laughs> oh, my God. In any case, if he is a troll, eh, whatever. He can go fuck his mother, too. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Let's keep going. It's, it's just wild what these women do every day on The View. And uh, they, they'll, they'll continue to do it until they find their knight in shining armor that's going to, in their eyes, take down and defeat Trump. You know, right? You know, Jack Smith is, is an icon in their head. So, so many of them, just anyone that's against Donald Trump, they'll gladly give a chair next to them to, to speak bad about. It's great, but Hey, it is what it is. That's what's great about media. That's what's great about the first amendment. And I will say it because I, you know, there are so many people that say, Oh, they, they should be canceled. Cancel the view, deplatform them. And I'm like, no, 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 no. We can't deplatform anyone because we need these people. We need those beasts so that we can show how stupid they are.
and highlight the stupidity of all of those people applauding them in the audience. Do they ever show their audience? Do they even have a real audience? I think they do, right? They just get, you know, get a bunch of liberals. They're probably just all liberal women and their cuck husbands just sitting there watching the applause sign. Whoopi the Hutt said something. Applaud. We, 100%, we need all of these goofy bastards. And I would never, ever, ever root or ask for deplatforming of any of them. I don't care what they say. They need to say it because people need the opportunity to hear the stupidity to, again, decide if they're stupid as well. While that's going on, they're, they're not paying attention to real issues like our law enforcement agencies just breaking down, our military breaking down, our society breaking down, the decay of it all. And this story, it's a couple days old. I meant to cover it uh, yesterday, didn't get a chance to on either show. But th this goes into who should be serving in our military and our law enforcement. And I'm going to say it now, and if you get offended, I really don't care First of all, my wife is one of the biggest misogynists out there. She's more than I am, and I, I'm not. I'm honestly, I'm not half as one as she is. She's the one that'll tell you to your face: women should not be police officers. Women should not be in the military. Women should not be in positions of power in government, and neither should fat people. Fat people. Uh, morbidly obese people should not be in in positions of power and they should not be uh, police officers they should not be in the military and i agree with a lot of it and this story of course it comes out of chicago and it, it's just fucking disturbing because of the crime that happens in chicago the crime that happens in these inner cities Four women cops unable to subdue one male offender on Chicago streets. Four women. Now, we're going to play the video, and you look. I can't really tell. Someone had called these, these female cops fat, and it's really hard to tell because the vest, the plates, the shirt, the undershirt, uniforms aren't very flattering. I don't really care. I'm sure one or two of them are a little... Overweight. How was Chris Christie not lost a pound in 20 years? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he lost his mind, but not his weight. But here. And then they go, if, if we can't contain him, and it's just a retail theft, just let him go. That's what the dispatcher told him, because they could not subdue the guy. Four, four female police officers, which means let's say they were doubled up cars and it's two vehicles, two cars, two patrol sectors that are all women. I'm sorry, but that's a problem. If women are going to be police officers, there shouldn't be just two women in a car. They should be paired with a man. You're so misogynist, misogynistic, whatever you want to call me. Yeah, okay. When it comes to this, 100%. Because I want to feel safe in my community and for women who show up, 
and is going to try to get the bad guy that's trying to hurt me, my family, or somebody else, and they can't, that's a problem. Or get hurt in the problem. I don't want these women to get hurt. I don't want, I don't want them to get hurt. I want them to be able to do their job. And that's what happens when, yes, you lower your standards and everyone gets hired. When women are not subject to the same physical agilities for civil service exams as men across the board. I don't think women should be firefighters. Uh, it's, it's absurd. It is completely absurd. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go right to the video first. This one. Oh, it's going to bring me to Twitter, of course. Hold on. So there's no, I mean, there's no, I don't think there's any, there's any audio. All right, so one car is already there. So there's two female cops, right? This guy's sitting there. They're talking to him. Now the other car shows up. Two more women. Chicago Police Department. Two sectors. Four women. Fucking useless. <laughs> that one cop that was standing there first with the black jacket. She looks a little heavy set. The other one next to her, maybe. The one kind of standing behind him, not she doesn't look heavy set. Yeah, maybe the trans women cops. All right, so now they want to cuff him. Now they want to cuff him. And he thinks he can maybe out talk them because he's dealing with four women. He thinks he's got that dripping with that riz. They've obviously given him an order. Look, and he's fighting with them. They can't move his arms. One set of cuffs out. Two two, Sam. Listen. Oh, two, Sam. You got another vehicle over to the system on uh, the east side of Northeast Corner, 95th National. Twenty two thirteen, another car, uh, nine five National, four two thirteen. One of them has a taser. Here come another set of cuffs. On the east side of the street by the liquor store, I see a couple cars. Can I get a couple more cars? All the twos, two seven two row. Two sets of cuffs were out. I see two, three tasers, I see, which means there's a four. And what is this one doing? Last three on the mouse is one for one for 21. It was a positive on the show up. Positive ID spot. Nobody wants to be cops anymore. Alright, nine five and a half. Give me some more cars. Give me some more cars, nine five and a half. Give me some more cars. So now they call for assistance. They need more cars. We don't know if he was high on anything. Do we know if he was high on Northbound meth? just came from 9-5. The offender's running northbound. Do we have one in custody over here? Is this who we fighting with, or he took off from y'all? <laughs> I mean, 
Really? And I, I refuse to make, I, I refuse to make excuses. Oh, he's on meth. I was a paramedic in New York City. Dealt with a lot of people on a lot of drugs. And we had medics taking down people high on drugs before the cops got there. Back, they, they can't now, but back then, I mean, technically we weren't able to, but a lot of us had cuffs and had them cuffed before the cops got there to hand them off. Debates about the fitness of current police officers raged online after the interaction. I'm sorry, but I, I, don't, I don't want these people working as police officers in my community. These are out of shape women. There's no excuse. Because I, I think if this guy was high on meth, he'd be he'd be more aggressive in getting away. A group of four female police Chicago police officers were seen struggling to arrest a man who was suspected a suspected shoplifter. Not even, and it's not even a you know in, in today's age a uh, horrible crime. But if if he's shoplifting, I'm sure if you ran this guy, he's got other things on his on his record. Being that this is the the community that he's living in and and his and his behavior gone viral on social media after it raised debates over the standards of fitness that law enforcement are required to meet. I believe Los Angeles Police Department still has weigh-ins. You won't find a fat Los Angeles police officer unless that's changed, but I don't think it has. I have to ask, I have, I have a few buddies uh, that work for LAPD, and they're very, very strict. And if you fall out of you know, shape, they send you to a fat farm. There are police departments around that do that and more need to. And this raised debates over the standard of fitness that law enforcement are required to meet. The Daily Mail reports that the footage shows an attempted arrest 95th Street and Ashland Avenue in which four female officers were attempting to book a single male. Shortly after the female officers try to detain the man, he begins physically struggling with them and manages to break free and run off. And I want to tell you, from the looks of these police officers, and you can't see them clearly, these aren't seasoned veteran cops, meaning there are a lot of police departments, New York City in particular, where as, it's, it's like as the cop gains seniority, he gains weight. I've known some pretty big New York City cops with 15, 18 years on, and now you're seeing it more so with less time, unfortunately. And they're, they're not... They're not chasing you if you run away. They're, just, they're not doing it. You know, well, that's what the young guys are for. That's what the rookies are for. The problem is when you're that fat and that lazy, you're putting those younger people in jeopardy when they're actually trying to do their job. So the guy runs off. Leaked audio during the event re revealed that police dispatcher told the female officers, if we can't contain him and it's just a retail theft, let him go. I believe this might be the, re the audio. Yes, sir. If we can't contain him and it's just a retail theft, let him go. Imagine that. He has a phone on the I'm sorry, you had what? <sighs> Yeah, 
All right, he's got a cup on him already. Last seen westbound towards 9402. Sam's watching the camera. Male black, all black with a cuff. With one handcuff on already. They managed to get one cuff on him, and he ran off. And they're like, yeah, if it's a retail theft, just let him go. I think it's clear that if they want to meet a quota for women or diversity, they'll need to, <laughs> that's great. Somebody said in the chat, they'll need to make, uh, they'll need to hire trans women to fill that female quota. There you go. <laughs> in other words, hire men. That's what, that's what uh, one person posted. If you need to fill the quota for div- to, to meet your diversity requirements, hire trannies. That way they'll be able to check off women while still getting police who have as much strength as a random man, a biological male. Come on. Yeah, I don't give a shit. I'll talk freely. I'll talk like it's 1999. I don't give a shit. And if there are women that are here in the chat and you're offended by it, you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. You should say, you know, today's age with all the diversity, the equity, and the inclusion, and all this equality bullshit, and you see it every day, and you see men competing against women, you should be pissed about that, not at men saying you shouldn't be a police officer because you're not as strong as a man and can't protect the community is better than an in-shape biological male. It's, it's aggravating. Another ridiculed that it's just a retail theft line writing. There is no such thing as just retail theft. It's a domino effect that affects the rest of us, even if not indirectly. This no chase policy needs to change and people need to be held accountable for the crimes they commit. Agreed. I mean, yeah, you can walk into stores and steal $999 worth of shit and be on your way and the cops aren't going to do anything. Bears the old time, the time old question. How many donut queens does it take to arrest one shoplifter? A third user wrote, we now know that it is more than four, but the search for the final answer to this timeless riddle continues. Cops are getting no respect. Not because of this, just because that's what society tells our, our, um, our youth now. <laughs> oh, there we go. I'm glad you said it, Brandy with a B. Oh, my wife would love you. I got to tell her that. Less bitching, more kitchen. I got suspended, and I forget what social media platform for seven days. No, it was Twitter. I told, I think I told Jenna Ellis, actually. It might have been her. That she should give up her show in politics and get back in the kitchen where she belongs. And someone reported me and it was bullying and harassing because I said, get back in the kitchen. And uh, I got I got banned for seven days a long time ago. So now I'm just very cryptic with it. Oh, did, did you lose your way to the kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> I wake up in the morning. And I'm like, hey, honey, you smell that? And she's like, no. I said, exactly. Go make the fucking coffee. I don't smell it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I've really said it, but she laughs. She laughs. We joke. We joke. 
We joke. I mean, hey, go become a fighter pilot because Joe Biden, and then get knocked up because Joe Biden will buy a flight suit to fit you. Our pregnant pilots in the Air Force. Meanwhile, their whole diversity group couldn't fly a plane. They overshot the runway and crashed. What was it, a C-130 or something? They just crashed it into the water. Thanks, diversity hires. Thank you. Equity. <laughs> Chicago has greatly struggled with crimes as of late. Robberies in the city is up 24% per the Daily Mail, with thefts going up 4% and motor vehicle up 50% for 2023. 30 people were shot in the Windy City over Thanksgiving weekend in 2023. And numerous other Chicago weekends have yielded the similar results, often with numerous death occurs. There are mass shootings in Chicago all the time, like when a gang member shows up and decides to shoot and 15 people get hit, but they don't consider that a mass shooting because it's black on black, and they used handguns, not AR-15s. It was happening all over the place last year where parties at these houses were getting just shot up, drive-bys, 15 people injured, no exaggeration, and then that same weekend, 12 to 20 people dead on a Friday night in Chicago, but they don't want to talk about that because it's black on black, it's not AR-50. It's not white people walking into places with AR-15s, and Chicago has some of the strictest gun laws around. Bizarro world, but that's okay, people. That is okay. Oh, my God, job's dead. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is great. That is great. I'm not going to read it. I'm not. I want to, but I'm not going to. I'm going to read it. <laughs> I want to load the dishwasher today, but she's at work. <laughs> oh, shit. And with all the crime in Chicago, people, one of the bluest areas around, a place where the previous mayor, Lori Lightfoot, Beetlejuice, put a budget aside and, and, and announced that they were going to be an abortion sanctuary city so that if you live in, a, in, a, in an area where abortions have become uh, banned because of the Roe v. Wade uh, smackdown, then you can come here and we'll pay to have your kid killed right here in Chicago. The new mayor, the new mayor, well, he, he blames crime and this, which is now more because of the city's illegal immigrant crisis on right-wing extremism. The new Chicago mayor, who's just as far left as Lightfoot, they thought maybe they had a chance. They don't. Nothing has changed. Just the face. The guy that he beat, I forget his name, they would have had a chance. Chicago mayor Brandon Johnson blames city's illegal immigrant crisis on right-wing extremism. Let's just go right to the video. You know, what we've seen is a very raggedy form um, instituted by right-wing extremism. Um, everyone knows that the right-wing extremism in this country has targeted democratically ran cities. And quite frankly, uh, they've been very intentional about going after democratically ran cities. Because you run them like shit. How many times are you going to say it? you run them like shit? You want to be sanctuary cities. You want people to come to your cities and kill their kids from states that they can't kill their kids. And you want 
you're allowing dozens and dozens of people to get shot over the weekend. And you just, let's just blame the right wing extremists. You wear, let's blame those MAGA hat people. Let's blame them because we can't run a city. We run it into the ground. We exploit poor people. We hate black people, even though we're, we're, I'm the mayor and I'm black, but I'm controlled by white liberals. That are led by people of color. And their whole motivation <laughs> is to create disruption and chaos. Right. Because that's what this, that particular party has been about. Right? This is the same political party that did not want to accept that President Obama was actually an American. It's the same Republican right-wing extremism that stormed the Capitol. It's the same right-wing extremism that refuses to accept the results of the Civil War. It's raggedy. What? It's disrespectful. It's mean-spirited. It's an unclean spirit, quite frankly. <laughs> what racist white liberal attempted, failed to polish this guy to be mayor of Chicago? He's another exploited blackface by some white liberal similar to Chuck Schumer that says, hey, Sambo, you can be somebody. Yeah, I said it because that's how they treat them. And they shouldn't be treated like that because if they weren't treated like that, they would not have this mentality. And they're not treated like this by white Republicans. No, these people attack white Republicans because they're controlled by white liberals. It's a fact. They're exploited and controlled by white liberals. There, there's, there's no doubt about it. So crime and the illegals are all the fault of right-wing extremism. The only people causing disruption and divide in this country are the Democrat-run city, states, and now the Democrat-run country because that's the regime we have in power. <sighs> and with all of this, when you have, this is how you know the cities, are, blue cities are very poorly run, is when they're spending money, like here in D.C., D.C. spends $270,000 of taxpayer money on repainting BLM Plaza after they defunded police, after they cut the police budget. Because this mural honoring a domestic terrorist organization enabled by racist white liberals is more important than funding and training the current police department that does not have the resources to keep D.C. safe because it has become such a disgusting slump. The capital of the United States has become a slum because of Democrats. Washington, D.C. spent more than $270,000 of taxpayer funds on repainting Black Lives Matter Plaza after the Democrat city leadership cut the police department's 2023 budget. The allocation of funds indicates the city's management is not serious about ending the crime plague war zone, tormenting taxpayers. No, because it's by design. They don't want to do that. They want police departments to fail. They want society to fail so that Democrats can take ultimate control. Police statistics for 2023 show 
93% increase in carjackings, 40% increase in violent crimes, 34% increase in homicides. But hey, we need that $270,000 plus budget to go repaint Black Lives Matter Plaza. While crimes raged, the district defunded police. The city officials decreased the police department's 2023 budget by 1.7% from 2022. The 2023 budget is $1 million less than the 2020's budget. The $100 million. That $100 million that the police department, they took out of the police department's budget, where do you think it went? You think it went into that $270 million to, to, I'm sorry. The $270,000, my apologies, because I think I did say $270 million. I don't know why I said that. Do you think that money came out of the police department's budget, somewhere out of that $100 million? Where did the rest of the money go? What did they put it towards? Social work. They didn't put it, they're not putting it towards anything to, to keep the community viable and safe. If D.C. keeps wasting all of this money on street painting for BLM Plaza, the D.C. police will run out of money for chalk for murder victims. <laughs> but homicides are up with 34%. D.C. crime is out of control, but local leaders continue to waste $270,000 in tax money promoting the extremist Black Lives Matter movement in the heart of D.C. <laughs> this, this, is what, this is what's happening all over. Take the money from the police, put it towards some other bullshit. And they're going to keep doing it. And we're going to we're going to have cops that are retiring. We're going to have cops that can't keep our community safe because they don't want to or they physically can't. And you're going to you you are going to see if we if we continue on this path and we end up with another democrat in the in the White House. You are going to see again, and I, I said it just this week, law enforcement agencies completely collapse and have to be absorbed by the state police and then put the burden on them and then weakens them or a larger agency. Or when, then when they all start, enough of them start collapsing, they start bringing in federal law enforcement. They can fix it and they choose not to. They 100% fix it. There weren't law enforcement agencies suffering like this under Donald Trump, with the exception of some blue cities that forced that. It's wild. I know so many cops and they're all miserable. They're all miserable. They love being cops, but they're miserable because they can't do their jobs. They're afraid to do their jobs. And also... The federal government is more worried about spending money housing and giving free benefits to illegal aliens than they are about really going after big-time criminals like drug and human traffickers. But here down in Texas, 21 migrant sex offenders busted in one Texas border sector in seven weeks. This, this operation shouldn't have even had to occur because our borders were secure. Maybe on a smaller scale, maybe we could have taken that money and launched large sex predator operations, sex offender operations, 
Del Rio sector, 2024 sex offender apprehensions, 21 in seven weeks in one Texas border sector. Del Rio border sector patrol agents arrested 21 criminal aliens with prior convictions for sex offenses. Many of these offenses, including sex crimes against children. Del Rio sector acting chief patrol agent Juan Bernal posted the mugshots of 21 criminal aliens arrested since October 1st with histories of sex-related convictions. The sex offenders were arrested after illegally crossing the border between ports of entry. All migrants, aliens, arrested undergo a biometric background check designed to stop these types of criminals from re-entering the United States, but it never happens. In less than two months, 21 convicted sex offenders attempting to enter the country illegally. Well, I'm glad that they got these 21 If 21 came in seven weeks in one sector, how many have come successfully gotaways in all of the sectors? Due to hard work and dedication of our agencies, dangerous individuals were not able to enter our country. Great job. Thank God. 21 of them. Probably doesn't even make a dent. Brackettville agents arrested a group of undocumented migrants, and it was revealed that one of the subjects had criminal history, sexual contact with a minor under the age of 11 years old. Another great job by our agents, keeping bad actors like these away from our families. Unfortunately, it's not enough. In another post, Bernal reported the arrest of a Mexican national with a prior conviction of aggravated sexual assault of a child. Del Rio agents apprehended an undocumented migrant and record checks revealed that the subject had a felony conviction for aggravated sexual assault to a child. Due to the work of our agents, the criminal will be charged with felony reentry into the United States. Arrested sex offender. It's from Mexico. Conviction, felony conviction for aggravated assault of a child. Other arrests included criminals, aliens with convictions for indecency with a child, first-degree rape of a minor, unlawful sexual contact with a minor, and sexual exposure to a child. During physical year 23, which ended on September 30th, Border Patrol agents encountered 15,267 migrants with criminal histories. This up from 12,028 in physical year 2022. In physical year 2020, President Donald Trump, last full year in office, agents encountered only 2,438 migrants with criminal convictions. Wow. Like four or five times the amount. <clears throat> it's wild, people. But we're going we're gonna to give $451 billion to take care of people that ended up in this country illegally. The guy, Well... billion a year to take care of them. Where are we getting this money? And this is why, again, it needs to happen. And she's she's attempting to do it again this week. Marjorie Taylor Greene, she's introducing the resolution to again impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas for crimes at the border, for for. High crimes and misdemeanors. And Republicans need to stop desperately to to stop blocking it and shelving it and sending it to committees because that is what they did. And if they do it again, it's it's just a kick in the face of every American citizen, especially those that have been victimized or killed by illegal aliens coming into this country under the Biden regime. And it's horrible. 
We have to do again what we have to do and band together grassroots operations in order to do that. I'm going to talk more about that tomorrow morning. I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to be live today, 3 p.m. Eastern, LFA TV, America First Live. Get me over there. I always appreciate you all tuning in every morning. You're all great. We got to grow this community because uh, if we grow, we become stronger. We can make impacts, whether it's here, in your communities. We have to do it. So hit the like, hit the thumbs up, share the link, share the show. Again, I'm not here every morning to sit here and make money because I'm not. I'm here every morning to try to grow something and try to get messaging out and get people involved in their communities and involved in government to change the faces from the evil fucks that are sitting up there in D.C. and locally laughing at us because they want us all to fail and take control of our lives. And we're not going to allow it to happen. You're not going to let it happen. I'm not going to let it happen. And we have to keep spreading that message. All right, everybody. MAGA hat stays on. I will see you tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. See ya. When he salutes the flag, the flag salutes back. When he questions the outcome of an election, the DOJ indicts itself. When he sneezes, people say, God bless America. Cuba imports cigars from him. He is the most patriotic man in America. I don't always smoke cigars. But when I do, I smoke Patriots. Stay MAGA, my friends. Mm, my favorite. Can I get one of those? No, Bill. We all know what you like to do with cigars. Patriot Cigars. A premium smoke for freedom-loving Patriots. The Patriot Cigar Company's story started with Alan Jacoby's love of cigars and love of America. There's no better way to celebrate the freedoms we cherish and smoking a premium Patriot cigar. Whether it's TNTs, Moabs, Hellfires, or Mark 48 torpedoes, all Patriot cigars are handmade and blended with 100% long filler premium Nicaraguan tobacco to bring you the smoothest smoking experience imaginable. Patriot cigars are enjoyed by many of MAGA's finest. Do yourselves a favor and order some today. God bless America. And God bless Patriot Cigars.